Welcome back to the Master of None podcast, where we go 365 days, bringing you a podcast every single day. Nothing is off the table. The intention of this podcast is to master the short form podcast, as well as informing, as well as entertaining. So sit back, relax, and listen, and enjoy the show. A few steps back and identifying currently, like, what is really going on? And... I say this with this mindset that I'm looking at it and trying to understand if our society is just facing a weird dilemma or is this something that is intrinsically like deep rooted within the American culture. And if we kind of look at the framework of America, we can identify that, you know, it's no secret that violence has always been a part of our history and lineage from settling the Wild West to kind of creating lands, you know, going and being able to build up from nothing. You know, we kind of look at the the stories of the Wild West and we think about cowboys and, and, and growing up idolizing those environments, you know, playing cowboys and Indians even as a kid. And what does it mean as it relates to violence? And... I think that there's like multiple schools of thought here and they all could be right, they all could be wrong. But what's really, really important is we start to address this, you know, and the reason why I am a little bit more concerned with it is, you know, in the last few months I've been traveling and I've been living in other countries and what's really crazy is like when you talk to people, you know, and I actually ended up talking to refugees from Venezuela, okay? You think about everything going on within Venezuela, you think about how they've had to leave, and they actually started a new life within Mexico, and we were having beers one night, and we were asking them, you know, hey, do you think you'd ever want to go to the United States and travel? And they responded like, you know, we just are really scared of what could happen if we go to America. You know, it seems like there's a lot of shootings. And we were like, yeah, you know, there, there, there is a lot of shootings. I mean, that's true, but sometimes it can be isolated. And she looked at us and she said, you know, hey, you know, a person I know was actually involved with a school shooting within the United States. And for her, it was really real. And it was like a moment where it's like, wow, you know, getting to a point to where, like, and she knew her or she knew her on a first name basis. And those kind of things really or what kind of set home where it's like, you know, what's going on? And, you know, why are we facing these situations from this this angle? And I think really what makes me think more and more about it from a bipartisan standpoint, you know, and from a data standpoint, kind of diving into that is if we look at school shootings as a whole within the United States going back to Columbine, Columbine within Colorado, and that's kind of what kicked it off and, you had, you know, tactics have changed since then, you know, school shooting have changed since then. You know, there's over 300 that have happened within that, within probably the last, you know, I'd say 20 years or less. And we look at the frequency of it and what I don't understand, and probably there's another narrative going on about it is, why is there not looking into that? You know, we look at this whole TikTok conversation and I've been bringing it back to TikTok a lot, but it's not necessarily about the platform, but more about the politicians who are proud that this is a bipartisan issue, that 
Freedom speech on this app with the Chinese taking our information is something that we all need to be aware of, mind you. But we don't have any bipartisan issues on how to stop school shootings. It's like, for me, that is the biggest national security threat we could be facing domestically, is protecting our schools, doing research on mental illness, understanding do we need to have more fortified schools? Do we need to put money into it? It's like, you know, and then I'm not I'm not trying to be up here like preaching, but I really want us as Americans to think about problems differently. Because if we think about the money that's gone to Ukraine, we think about the money to bolster up against a Russia invasion. However, we don't have any solution sets for schools here. We don't have a department of some type of school defense, which we need when we can make departments out of nothing. We can make departments to go into space. We can make departments for Homeland Security, but we don't have any type of leadership indicating and coming out, hey, you know, these are the threats going on and we need to protect these schools and these are mandates, whether it be state or federal, kind of creating an organization that can dive deep and fix it. Because to me, it's one of the biggest national security threats domestically that we're facing. And the fact that we cannot have our bipartisanship meet together and talk about the issues. And I know, hey, first, like gun rights, keeping your guns, I understand it. You know, if you want to have guns, but guns in themselves, you know, we have to analyze it. If we look at school shootings as a whole, you know, the United States takes the cake. I mean, I think Mexico and a few other countries, maybe like two or three up to eight or six. But, you know, we're out here leading the pack. And it's really wondering why we are not doing a better job at identifying what the indicators are and what could potentially happen. This case, one today, is really, really interesting. It's kind of transitioning into a new form of violence. And it's one that we have to be really mindful of and it's so unfortunate that there's not more protection going in against our kids it's like why can we not protect them however i have to worry about something looking at me when i'm absorbing content and i feel like as a nation we really have to come together and this is a problem i think for some you know maybe we all have a little bit of responsibility in it. Maybe we all should take part in this to understand it, you know, and, and put all. And I say it really with the fact that we need to be more mindful of what's happening. And it's really going to fall on our generation. It's like we look at the, the transition of age here of senators and congressmen and the old guard is slowly fading out and the millennials will be kind of past the baton and the Gen Zers. The Gen Xers will be past the baton as well. And this is a problem that's not going away anytime soon. And, you know, then there's a lot of theories behind it. Is it mental health? Is it gun control? You know, are we kind of facing this dilemma? And I really say it to be like, how can we approach this problem with a new way of thinking without identifying politics? And that's the challenge, really, I have for our representatives, our congressmen, our congresswomen, who are focusing on problems that need insight and need thought. But, you know, if you're doing bipartisanship only on a TikTok ban, then in my ultimate opinion, you're not really doing your job. You know, it's like we want to take someone like Edward Snowden and put him in Russia for providing insight and information that the government was spying on us. 
through our devices, through data, through these whole situations. And Edward Snowden is considered a, you know, he's considered what, you know, a, a someone who practiced tyranny. And from that standpoint, from that lens, I get it. You know, I'm not a supporter of Edward Snowden, but I think that he indicates something that's happened. And he was talking about it a long time ago. And the TikTok ban is no different than what the United States government is already doing to people. So if you are spying on people and taking information, then you know, why can't those data points be indicated to stop something like school shootings? It's like, that's really where I don't understand, you know, if, if they are spying and taking our information, you know, is, has this person already been red flagged? Have the people already been red flagged? And how do we utilize that aspect? So I really think attacking this from a, from a mindset of how do we solve a problem, not how do we infringe on whatever, is really going to be the difference, you know? It's like if you look at there's certain products right now within a, within um, like school, where they're actually taking whiteboards that turn into bulletproof rooms, and those rooms then can be utilized as safe rooms. And it's, and it's like, is this a genius product, or is it terrifying that this is where we've come to as a society, but it's a solution? And those solutions are what we need. We need every kind of solution we can come, and come together and put together, no matter how crazy it was, because that's really what's going to fix this problem. It's like we can't really lean on bipartisanship to fix it we have to lean on innovation within our current environment to make it work we have to lean on on the thought leaders or the people who want to make change coming up with products it's like i used to work on a contract in the dod and there was face recognition software from an ai solution standpoint that can identify if somebody has a gun and that could potentially let law enforcement know you know so that's where we are as a society it's like how do we take all this technology and utilize it? And how do we build bipartisanship, not from a standpoint of a TikTok ban, but how do we identify the stop school shooting? How do we challenge our leadership to focus on that? You know, because really, to me, that's the issue of national security. Um, and I think that if we really want to step up as a nation, that's probably what's going to, you know, understanding the mental illness and all the levels of it. And I know it's not an easy problem, but... It's a problem that needs to be addressed, and it's one that, you know, our leadership needs to come together to come and really find out what to do.